Jim Cummings is back with another anxiety-inducing film. Today I'm talking about The Beta Test. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about The Beta Test, which is the latest film starring and uh, directed by Jim Cummings, and this time co-directed and written by his friend P.J. McCabe. And it's a little, it's very familiar in terms of if you've uh, got an idea of what Jim Cummings movies are like, but it's also a little bit different just because of the setup. So without further ado, let's get started. In the past few years, I've come to appreciate the work of writer, director, actor Jim Cummings. Cummings had a breakout independent feature about a cop going through an emotional crisis in 2018 called Thunder Road, based on the short film of the same name. That slowly ran me over like an emotional steamroller. He quickly turned around a horror-comedy-drama hybrid in 2020's The Wolf of Snow Hollow about a cop going through an emotional crisis while trying to solve deadly beast attacks. And now we have Cummings' latest about a Hollywood agent going through an emotional crisis after making a bad decision. Cummings plays Jordan Hines, a fast-talking Hollywood agent at a struggling agency, who's about to get married. But he just got a tantalizing offer. For a little bit of money, he can meet up with the woman of his dreams for a lustful encounter, completely anonymously, no questions asked. Once the deed is done, Hines begins to unravel as he searches for the anonymous organizer and tries to maintain appearances elsewhere. In case you haven't seen Jim Cummings' previous films, this film is a great introduction to how his central characters work, his approach as a filmmaker, and generally why I find him so compelling. First, let's start with the Jim Cummings' main character. Jordan Hines is a lot like Cummings' other protagonists. As I jokingly mentioned at the top, he's a man in the midst of an emotional and existential crisis who's trying and failing to maintain appearances. Said characters have the jobs that require performance, for instance, being stoic and competent as a cop, or the guy who's here to help you as a Hollywood agent. The problem is, Cummings' protagonists are very, very obviously full of shit. Their words say everything is fine, their actions indicate full-blown crisis, or that their world is falling apart. Not only is this a unique a unique well for a filmmaker to keep revisiting, but Cummings Cummings has had this back and forth between desperation and trying to put on an appearance down to a science. One moment he's impersonating a police officer, the next he's accosting a man on the street while apologizing at the same time. It's so awkward and desperate and real. This is why I'd classify most of his films as dark comedies, because this guy is is in a sketch is funny. This guy as a cop, or anybody with any kind of power, or somebody interacting with a seemingly regular person, is terrifying. Admittedly, this film leans a little more into the jokes. My guess is that this is partially to do with fellow writer, director, and actor PJ McCabe, but it's still plenty dark. We also have a grab bag of visual and filmmaking tricks. Another reason I find Cummings and McCabe's film so engaging is because of its visual and filmmaking flair. There's an old joke that most independent films are a simple shot-reverse-shot of people talking, but that's not the case here. In this movie, the camera shifts angles to follow action, even during sex scenes, and there's fun bits that overlays Heinz's thoughts as he goes through his day, or montages emphasizing how fake he is on a day-to-day basis. But my favorite technique Cummings and McCabe use is one of Cummings' favorites, the slow push. 
A slow push is what some folks call a slow zoom in. It can either be done in camera by moving the camera in or by moving the camera in or just by zooming, but Cummings loves this technique. And I do too because of how he uses it. Cummings typically uses this technique to highlight a character's inner turmoil by slowly and surely isolating in them in the frame. The Open of Thunder Road does this in a very long, awkward eulogy. And we get flashes of this technique when Jordan is trying to get information, but clearly improvising ideas poorly. We see how desperate he is because we're forced to sit in it with him. We also have a dark send-up of a lot of things. I'd summarize most Jim Cummings movies as a setup where the conventional movie protagonist rises up to the occasion while this one self-immolates. In Thunder Road, it's the death of a loved one. In The Wolf of Snow Hollow, it's a series of awful murders. And in the beta test, it's trying to come to terms with a pre-wedding screw-up. And along the way, we're sending up social media hookup culture, the fakeness of Hollywood, and in many ways, all of the things stupid folks will do to excuse their bad behavior versus owning up to it. The tension in Jordan Hines's world is that he's constantly pretending. He's pretending to be more successful, powerful, and competent than he is, when in actuality his agency and even his job is in trouble. At home, he's pretending like he's a dutiful husband-to-be when he's busy trying to track down whoever set up his hookup and the woman he hooked up with, instead of pre-wedding planning. He's not living up to his own life. He's always somewhere, he's always somewhere or being someone else. Which in the long term could be lethal, because a lot of people who use this service keep up ending dead after their partners kill them. As intriguing as this is, I do wish the film spent a bit more time digging into the kind of people that get these invites and why the success rate is so high. I think there's a great thread about searching for this idealized version of your life and partner, or how being dishonest will kill off everything in your life, but the movie doesn't do as much with it as I'd like. But if anything, Cummings and McCabe know how to level the emotional hammer by the film's end, so it's hard to complain. The verdict is it's a fascinating car crash. Energetic and intriguing, the beta test solidifies Jim Cummings' artistic ethos with plenty of dark laughs. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.